0: hey everyone this is tony dungeon master for DD raw and before we begin our final episode of our orenthal podcast we just wanted to make one exciting announcement our very own rachel who plays kalima on the show has her own podcast out there called epic endings it is a fantastic actual play podcast that you absolutely have to check out yourself the premise is essentially level 20 characters individually going from challenge to challenge until they get their own epic ending. Well, without going too much more into it, here's the promo for Rachel's Epic Endings.
1: Epic Endings Podcast, where heroes come to perish. Hey, I'm Rachel, the DM of Epic Endings Podcast. It is a fifth edition actual play podcast podcast, with a bit of a twist. While most parties are comprised of three or more players at an appropriate level going on adventures, this series of adventures is taken on by solo players at 20th level. I have four individual players, each playing one character and each playing alone. Each player is presented the same adventures beginning with a level 1 adventure to see how they approach the problems and navigate different situations without the aid of a full party. Who will go the furthest? Will it be the dashing Cassius Day, of the divine bard? What about our cautious and careful Thea Nightbreeze, Circle of the Moon druid? Perhaps the rickety but feisty old Sai Amakir, a blade song wizard? Or will it be our timid and endearing Keldwin Kinsbaron, the Life Domain cleric? Find out on Epic Endings podcast, where heroes come to perish. You can find us on all of your favorite podcasting services, Facebook and Twitter at Epic Endings Pod. Also, check out the blog over at thefemalepally.wordpress.com for show notes, anecdotes, and other write-ups on gaming.
0: Now, before we begin the show, I had one final announcement I want to make. While Orenthal is coming to an end, we do want to announce that we are having a season two of our actual play podcast, name pending right now. (laughs) We're really excited to bring this to you guys as it is the full-fledged campaign that I have been working on for the past few years. It is ready, or rather nearly ready to go. We're getting all the players set, getting all new characters ready, and we hope to have some exciting new adventures for you. The whole campaign takes place 150 years after the events of Orenthal. A lot of time has passed, and between now and when our first episode of Season 2 actually airs, I'll be releasing some History of Ostia-type episodes that will cover what's changed in the 150 years Since the Cataclysm. We really look forward to this. We are so excited to be bringing you more of our world. More new and interesting characters. And our players are really excited to jump back into things for a full-fledged campaign. All players will be starting at level 3 for this. And I am so excited to bring these to you guys. But without further ado. Here is our epilogue for Orenthal. As always, with me are the following players.
2: Hi, I'm Adam. I'm going to be playing Sildan. He is a wood elf, way of the Kensei monk.
3: Hi, this is Bethany. I'm playing Saria,
4: an Aesimar, Order of the Immortal mystic. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm going to be playing Daryl, a human evocation wizard.
5: Hello, I'm Nick. I'm going to be playing Tor, a dwarven inquisitive rogue.
1: I'm Rachel, and I'm playing Kalima, the half-elf domain of the grave cleric.
0: And we would all like to welcome you to Orenthal. Before we begin just gonna go over all the characters will individually go over what their short-term goals are so for the next few days or so then they'll jump into what they plan to do for their long-term goals for their characters the stuff that their characters will take the next weeks months and years and even the rest of their lives to attempt to accomplish now before we begin that One of the things I wanted to mention is Captain Marsk, at first, during the short term of everybody, is under house arrest. Any of them can visit her at any point, and eventually she will be released, however, stripped of all of her titles and authority within the Vremer Empire. But she will be thankful for the party and everything that they have done for her. I am jumping a little ahead of myself, however, and so we will jump right into this. First, Saria.
3: I am going to go to Alethras' family, because I know she had a family she was supporting. Yes. And give them some money, maybe like 20 gold of what I have. Okay. And my sympathies.
0: It's a very okay. sad moment when you arrive, yeah. of course. A few kids, and she did have a brother, um, a younger brother, <laughs> who seems to be kind of trying to to take care of them in light of everything that happened. He graciously accepts your gold and when you initially go he he offers you I just it to be during the day, but he would offer you a, a meal or something while you're there just in thanks cuz he does know you helped the lether out.
3: I tried. So, so I'll give them that gold. And I have a question. Do I have any sense for I know they're they're rebuilding the of pipes. Do I know who's in charge of that? Leading that effort?
0: Yes. You would know that in terms of the rebuilding efforts, overall, the person ultimately in charge is head judicator Amastasia.
3: Oh, okay. I will go and give her the rest of my money. Okay. And say that I want it to be used for rebuilding. And I trust she'll, you know, use it wisely and I don't really need it.
0: Roll persuasion.
3: Okay. 16. Okay. It's like 50 gold,
0: by the way yeah
4: it's not like she still a lot of
0: money (laughs) yeah uh sorry i didn't really spend a lot of the money that i gave you guys early on yeah she she thanks you for for the donation to the reconstruction efforts and Mm -hmm. uh promises that she will put it to good use
3: yeah i'll ask her not to not to tell anyone
0: she agrees to your request
3: okay so otherwise, I'm just going to spend my time helping Daryl with the uh, the research. Mm-hmm. And is Captain Marsk still being held or does she get cleared in the next couple of days?
0: During the next couple of days, they're doing an investigation on her. So you can go and visit her at her uh, the royal barracks if you
6: wish.
3: Yeah, I'll go and, and most mostly just to listen. Okay. Just so she can vent, I guess, <laughs> about <laughs> the horrible, horrible things that happened to her. Lots of nodding. Just, like, go and say, like, hey, do you, do you want to talk? I'm, I'm here to listen. That sort of thing. I'm trying to earn her trust.
0: <laughs> the first day, she seems uncertain kind of about what you want, really. Mm-hmm. She's wondering if basically that you get the impression she wonders if there is another angle to this. But after some time, she starts to first ask you questions. Ask you, what was it like for you?
3: Yeah, I'll be pretty transparent at this point. I mean, the story's already out there, so I'll just tell her what happened and how I'm trying to use it for good now.
0: So after you kind of explain how things were like for you, she goes into a similar story. Fulmar trained her and in her mind took care of her in the only way that she ever knew. Captain Mars never saw this as...
3: What's her first name? Is Marsk her first name? Her only name? Or does she have a first name?
0: It's Kethra.
3: Kethra. Okay, Kethra. I will call her by her first name. Yeah,
0: so Kethra Marsk mentions that she was trained by Fulmer. And as far as she knew, this was how people were were raised. She never understood any differently. And there was always a constant pressure on her mind. Uh, She, growing up, she always had this headache and... Only with the realization that what Raleigh on was, did she realize that he was using his power to maintain a hold on her, to twist her thoughts. This is mostly what you kind of pick up during the conversation. You realize in many, many ways she is mentally very broken because she has been so beat down.
3: I'll tell her that maybe after after she gets out, um, maybe I can help her and teach her some ways to protect herself mentally.
0: She kind of nods and thanks. She asks you if Fulmar was your only teacher as well. Yeah. She then brings up that there was someone else. She never learned the name who, after she was old enough, Fulmar said that her training would be expanded. And... Taught her how to fight like a monk, but she's fairly certain now, considering what this group was like, that that person is dead, or was okay. controlled. But she kind of gestures to you at one point and just says that the journal you have should tell you more.
3: Okay. Well, I'm on my own by myself. I'll take some time to really read through the journal.
0: I'm gonna hold that one then for the longer term yeah. thing.
3: Yeah, that just sounds good
0: because there's a lot of information there.
3: Okay. Yeah, so my long-term goals, I could, I want to rehabilitate Captain Marsk. You know, she's a little broken. I want to help her out. I want to find out if any of the other experiments at the Conclave survived. So it seems like going there and checking the place out, see if anyone's there is a good place to start. And um, in general, I'm just trying to find others with psionic powers so that I can determine whether they're threats or if they could be recruited to help fight the Whispered Ones because I want to... Take them out and uh, just protect innocent people from other similar threats. Okay. Nothing big. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing big. I Not just want to be a it. superhero. That's all.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. So we, actually, that was funny because we talked about that a little while back where I mentioned like, yeah. you realize Sari is going to like turn out to be a superhero, right? That's what she's building towards. I mean, towards. that's kind
3: of, yeah, she's got a tragic past, et cetera, et cetera, dead parents, you know, all the <laughs> all things she needs. <laughs> okay. Superpowers. I am Batman. Yeah.
5: Super sorry. Super
3: Saria. <laughs> Um, At least I'm not as, like, gruff as Batman. <laughs> it wouldn't really work no. for this no. character. So uh, basically, the, the the long journey would start with the first step of of getting Kethro Mars to go with me to investigate the Conclave and see what we could find out about what happened to the others. All
0: right. At this point, also, all of you uh, who would want to keep in touch with each other and with Thovin would have Sending Stones.
3: Oh, I'll keep in touch. All right,
2: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. whether we want
3: you to or not.
0: Exactly. Uh,
3: I'll I will like ping Kalima daily because then I know if she happened to get if I like you know was wrongly accused of a crime again and she had the opportunity to murder me she probably would so <laughs> so you'll probably it ping respectful. Kalima weekly. I'll just check in every so often on how her duty is going. All the duty. I'll all be the respectful. Duty. Be respectful of your time.
0: All right, so it it is a few days' travel to get to the conclave during all this time. you mentioned also that you were uh going through the journal, and yes, overall for that, you did discover a lot like the journal seems to start not long after Raleon came to the material plane. He describes this place as essentially ripe for the picking as the minds here are weak and very malleable there are references to Zenoth, as Raleon grew older and older there's indication that he decided to make a deal with this shadow dragon for the secrets to immortality in exchange Raleon would teach this Zenoth how to open portals to other planes
3: oh, what a great synergy <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Great and Powerful Zenoth could then essentially stretch his minions and his empire across the entire multiverse was the dragon's hope through this there's there's some indication that you get that they started this group to praise the whispered one that they would refer to themselves as the whispered ones they would keep quiet there's there's little hints that the the concept of the whispered ones was the idea of the being able to speak telepathically. And you eventually do get uh, more recent information as well. One indicating that, that he did capture a monk from this monastery nearby, and the master of the monastery took notice and would have to be dealt with, which you assume would be Beryl. Eventually you do get to a portion of the journal that describes 42 different experiments. With 42 different subjects, each the experiment slightly different, but all was harvested from a particular celestial. Oh. So this one celestial (laughs) was essentially captured and uh, restrained, and they utilized its essence because they hoped to create uh, perfect physical beings that they could use and control. Of these experiments, the indication is 41 were failures. You do find yours eventually- And under yours, there are subtle indications that he utilized his own psychic abilities to kind of try and poke and prod you. Uh And then much, much later, there are very, very recent notations of Melica of Zelix, discussing your strange abilities with Raleighan. And Raleighan wondering if this experiment caused those abilities to manifest.
3: Wow. What a great source for my powers <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: throughout these experiments, you do see an odd uh, a couple of experiments towards the end that it mentions like and it was disposed of but a, about four were the phrasing is different where there's an implication that the experiment might not have been killed but might <laughs> have actually been is es- might have actually escaped
3: well, it says. The subject is no longer with us. <laughs> Where it
0: mentions and it was dealt with rather than it was terminated. Whereas of the of the total of 42, one, only one was mentioned as success. You were specifically written off as having escaped, but four mm-hmm. seem more unclear. So you do get the impression that there might be more people who uh, were part of this experiment.
3: Who survived Order 66? Yep. I gotta go find them. <laughs> yeah, <cool. laughs>
0: throughout it you also do get indication of a couple of other conclaves oh. one deep underneath the ground near Solana another near the Thessan kingdom within the cragged peaks uh, to the north you also get an indication that the celestial that they used was not killed and had escaped as well
3: do I get a sense of whether this is a male or female personage?
0: you get the sense that it was more feminine in appearance.
3: Okay. So I I know I can't we can't uh, chase all this down, wrap up my whole story. I find out everything. It's all great. But I guess basically, sorry, I would try to follow up on all these leads. Still making trips back to Orenthal to, you know, visit the library, meet with Oven and Daryl. Maybe visit Sildon sometime.
0: <gasps>
3: <laughs> try not to bother Kalima and Tor too much. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be restrained about it. <laughs> and Overall, I guess she would just keep trying to increase her powers and and help Captain Marsk, you know, sort of get back to some sort of, I don't know, healthy mental state and teach her how to, like, protect herself from mental intrusions and just, you know, figure things out as she goes. Okay. I guess that would be the plan.
0: So for much of your journey, you travel across the realm and Kether Marsk uh, does join you for much of this. And Thovin does on occasion as well, particularly when you go after particular conclaves uh that you know of
3: oh oh, and I would send the journal to Daryl uh at the library once you were done after I, after I've read it, yeah, sweet <laughs> yeah, uh, <some laughs> More good stuff books. In there. juicy yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: and over the course of uh, the next few years, Thovin mentions that he does he wants to train others to protect them against these threats, starting his own academy of sorts away from everything Ooh. else but he does join you and help you pretty much any point that he is free to do so many of these different quests you go on Catherine marsh joins you as well uh, but sometimes when you do return to orenthal she does take some time to go to the monastery
3: mm-hmm. <gasps> hey <laughs> <laughs>
6: is
3: she still single yeah
0: over the years that follow saria spent Much of her time hunting down the group that made her who she is. And being such a wide and far reaching group and very secretive,
6: Mm -hmm.
0: while you find several of their conclaves, find several of their bases, and are able to take out some that you find along the way, she will be searching to make sure that they are all gone. So, what winds up happening with that will have to remain a little unclear.
3: Yeah. Thank you, Tony.
0: You're welcome. (laughs) Alright, Tor.
5: On the topic of Captain Marsk, I I, I don't think Tor was, like, really that close to her, but it, it probably would make sense that he'd go to visit her once, just to thank her for giving him opportunities when, really, there weren't many out there for him, and to wish her well.
6: Okay.
0: Overall, she's pretty quiet during your meeting. But she does kind of say, like, well, I was happy I could help someone.
6: Aww.
5: (laughs) Aww. During the majority of this time, while waiting for that fateful meeting he set up to happen, he'd be uh, in his room in the tavern, transcribing that additional copy of the research to send back to the Thessan kingdom. And in fact, would ask Mm Hild if maybe she could take it back with her.
0: Uh, Yeah, she tells you, like, yeah, no problem.
5: And he he would also write a uh, a letter, to the Thessan elders, particularly well, uh, particularly to uh, Garam Melwall, mm-hmm. just kind of, uh, you know, citing the honors received recently, and of course also the circumstances that originally caused him to go insane, more or less in that council chamber those years back, definitely uh, kind of rubbing it in a bit, including any samples provided and mentioning of course that this is a copy of the of the research not the original which has been donated to Warrenthal kind of a side dig and deciding not to request reinstatement into the Melball clan but to remain simply as tor
0: okay so yes tor long term goals
5: okay first order of business probably someone gets in touch with him?
0: Yes. Within the within less than a ten day, you do get a meeting with Gerbo and Thoven. Vral does not attend.
5: Okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> uh Vral will probably find out if he needs to know.
0: <laughs> I assume you eventually indicate what it is you want and Thoven does uh cast and dispels the the magic around you. It lasts for some time. So you, you have an idea of how long it'll last, but you're not 100% okay. sure.
5: So going back to the deals made with Biagosto.
0: So what is it you asked them?
5: He's going to accept her offer and he's going to try to take her down from inside her network, so to speak. And anything they can do to help that along, he would appreciate. He okay. He does mention, tell anyone else about this that you feel should know including if you uh, whenever you think they're ready uh, my my companions from from this adventure
0: so gerbo will indicate that as spy master of Orenthal, he will happily help in defending Orenthal in any way shape or form and the Remer empire but going on the offensive against someone like bai even infiltrating could cause more damage than potentially help in his opinion.
5: Tor would stress that she is a very dangerous wild card who, at a moment's notice, could work against Orenthal and that she'd be a worthy threat to neutralize. But he would respect, you know, Gerbo's wishes if he chose not to help.
0: Gerbo will say if you do intend to infiltrate, if you ever get the chance to report to him, he would appreciate that as any threat to the empire would like to be known however he himself won't be able to do much as she is supposedly a very 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 old extra planar entity and that doesn't tend to be his area of expertise
5: tor does promise to uh, to report in uh whenever possible so uh without blowing the cover
0: thoven meanwhile would explain he does not feel threatened by Bai.
5: Oh snap! <laughs> be a bit taken aback, Torwood, uh,
4: come again.
0: He explains that Bai focuses on the individual and gives them a choice that they could decline. Thoven, however, continues on to say that he will be focused on the Whispered Ones, who clearly intend to do great harm to others. That's where his priorities lie. I'll tell you, if you do find out anything or any threats, they'd be happy to help. But as she is as conniving as she seems to be, any indication on their part that they are going to try and stop her could just cause her to disappear. Very well. And anything else on that meeting?
4: No, I, th- I
5: think I think that pretty much covers it.
0: Okay. Shortly after that meeting, the rest of you would get a message from Gerbo saying Tor doesn't tend to go after By.
3: So we actually don't know much about Bai, our characters, yeah. Just, right? I'm trying to make sure I'm not taking no. advantage of what I know.
0: You know very little.
3: Do we know that she's evil?
0: You know that she is part Do we fiend. know
3: that she worked with the Whispered Ones in any way?
0: Tor told you that, um, and then they broke off a deal with her. So
3: she has no reason to be working with the Whispered Ones anymore? No. I will tell him, I think it seems like a bad idea. There are other things you can spend your life on. Because this seems like a suicide mission.
5: It's also research into threats that could affect our
3: our world soon. Well, I guess it's it is your choice.
0: Okay. Anyone else uh, that would comment on so, it or
2: hold We kind of like. I mean, if if you're going into this deal just for research purposes, then maybe it's something worth pursuing. But if you're going in it to take down Bayagosto, if she if she poses no threat currently to us there's no reason to and that's my opinion at least
4: Daryl would be more or less of the same opinion if it's, it's for just for research he would be interested but if it's to try and take her out he thinks that it might be a bit beyond his abilities and could be a bit of a suicide mission
1: Kalima's going to go with the uh, you were told to come back alone <laughs> <laughs> Um yep. not messing with that <laughs> Also, she doesn't. I mean, best, besides what you guys told us, she's like, ah, she's not undead. I focus on undead. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fiends, eh, I don't like them. Eh, yeah, but I'm friends with them. Yeah,
3: <laughs> but I am they-
0: fiends are bad.
1: Yeah.
5: To each of them, he would promise to keep their counsel in mind to try and not let just his personal feelings completely override what's good for the world. But that he wasn't sure if he could ever truly forgive her.
0: Okay. Anything else over the next? few days before the meeting. If you don't have anything, we can jump to the
5: meeting. Yeah, let's go ahead.
0: Okay. So, you were told to return to the spot you first saw her. And as you arrive at the house, you open the door and step inside. And when you do, the decrepit, somewhat well-kept home, slightly burnt with a shriveled-up <laughs> rug in the Uncleb Heights, suddenly changes as the door closes behind you to a much warmer, well-lit room, fireplace roaring, and the familiar scene of Bayagosto sitting across from you, a coffee table between you and her, and two cups on the table. As you approach, by smiles and says,
6: Good. I am glad you accomplished all the parts of our deal. Seeing you die was rather interesting, Tor." Your spirit was brought back rather quickly, though. Now, you came to continue our conversation, and I promised to show you creatures the likes of which the world has yet to see. I want you to be very aware of something, Tor. I choose my words very carefully. At least I try to. Do you recall what I specifically said on this part of our deal? I said, if you return to the spot where you first saw me, I would return you here, where we could talk more about how we could work together. So be aware of something very important. Little Tor, what did I not promise to do in this deal? At this, she kind of
0: puts her teacup down and crosses her hands on her lap and stares right at you.
5: Must be something important.
0: Yes, Tor. I never
6: promised to send
0: you back. So, the conversation with Bai would continue. I assume Tor would work with her for some time, as she would show him creatures from other planes of existence, and what comes of that relationship will remain to be seen. Alright. Kalima, Mm -hmm. over the next couple of days, what would you like to be doing?
1: With Antinua working to make sure that the ceremony remains safe, and then probably if there's extra time to start working in the lower districts to either help clean them up or maybe even establish a temple or shrine of some sort to Kelmvor, kind of get that maybe in the works.
6: Okay,
0: so you do discover in the Gold Petal Gardens district that there is a very, very small, it's as if someone just kind of like started putting it together, but a small shrine to Kelambor. And a few people there are are worshipping. It seems like it's people who have lost loved ones recently. But you can take some time and and work with a couple of people who, who are there and try and start to build that up a little bit. During your time in the the low hills, trying to clean things up, making sure that uh, essentially law is kept even in this rougher part of the city. Occasionally you catch glimpses of uh, who could only be Vrawl, keeping an eye on what you're doing and the comings and going.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: But he keeps mostly to the shadows, it seems he does not have a particular interest of approaching you now you don't get any sense that he's doing anything mischievous but (laughs) he's just being generally you you get the you get more of the impression that he's watching like it's a sense of someone watching over their territory is kind of how he sees it
6: (laughs)
4: pretty (laughs)
3: Pretty much (laughs) this
4: (laughs) is my (laughs) city
0: the dark knight Uh, how
1: how often do i catch him like uh, over the course of like three four days like
0: over the course of three or four days, you see him twice,
1: just enough to be obnoxious. Yes, <laughs> I would definitely make sure that I give him a dirty look, at least one of the times.
0: You would see just a smirk as he sinks back into the shop.
1: Oh, I hate him so much. <laughs> He's so shady.
0: Oh yeah,
4: I am the yeah, knight.
1: But
5: <laughs> 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 50 as butts. <laughs> 50 as butts. There's a sentiment. <laughs> yes. That, that's about it. So,
0: you also are able to, to take some time, and the eventual ceremony to honor Thovin and all of you for your oh. recent events. No,
1: thank you. Yeah, I wouldn't go up unless for I For any to.
0: who want to, <laughs> to come to it, um, does <laughs> happen.
3: Is it like, end of Star Wars and New Hope sort of thing? Like, yes. Oh, jeez, Stand up the front, get a medal, Chewbacca doesn't get one, that sort of thing.
4: <laughs> get medals.
3: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Kalima doesn't want one. She would just take it and melt so does it down. So that mean
4: Kalima like, doesn't get one?
3: Yeah, she'd be like, this will help sponsor the temple. Yeah, yeah. Saria is going to to pass as well.
4: Daryl would go to it. You would like the recognition. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd pass. So lot would pass.
3: Daryl's going to put it on his CV. Yep.
5: <laughs> that's basically what Tor's going to be doing. It's re- really a great way to get back at uh, certain elders in the Besson <laughs> kingdom who, uh, who who doubted him all this like, time. Suck it. <laughs> basically.
0: Okay. All right. Kalima. Yeah,
4: that's me.
0: So, yep. long term, <laughs> over, over this next time, what would you like to do?
1: Well, one of the things she would definitely want to try to do is find out for sure uh, what happened to all the souls that were trapped to, you know, make sure that they were released. And hopefully, maybe that uh, Rayleons was not released. Uh huh. And then, you know, wherever her assignments take her is kind of the, you know, the default. <laughs> yep. She's not very hard to deal with. <laughs> Just <laughs> do the duty. Do the duty. <laughs>
6: okay
0: so i'll say it won't it wouldn't take you long as there are certain cleric spells to allow you to speak to your deity um Mm -hmm. getting simple yes or no answers and over the course of this time and studying the amulet with daryl and trying to figure out if the souls were actually released and if rally soul was just released out into the wild or destroyed or what happened to it you do get responses from Kelamvor, indicating that the souls did appear before his court for judgment, and Raleon's soul is gone. It was destroyed. Okay. Nice. As Damn. the amulet itself seemed to be what kept it intact.
3: Okay. I would use the sending stones to relay this to our party. <gasps> Do you send any friendly messages along <laughs> with that news? Hi.
0: Honestly,
3: <laughs> it's more than I hope for.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, mostly, Soldan would just send back... So, celebration party?
3: Uh Uh
1: Maybe I'll braid my hair. (laughs) 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 She's
3: come so far, you guys.
2: (laughs) It's friendship.
0: (laughs) So, if the main focus after that would be to serve the Nephony and, and her people, then over the years that follow, you would be sort of a liaison with Antinua between the Nephony and Orenthal. As you had already started uh, to build up the shrine to any uh, anytime you would visit, Kalima would go to to the shrine and see how it's grown more and more. And the people of the temple, the concept that you try to push is death should not be something to fear. It is a natural part of life and that it shouldn't be a, a frightening thing. To appear before the courts of Kelimvor is just a, a part of the cycle of life. You continue to help out the Low Hills, and many times uh, the nephany being as secure as they are, wind up sending you on many different, more diplomatic missions. Uh, usually not just you, but you slowly rise through the ranks and eventually lead your own diplomatic groups as time passes. And you serve out your days helping your people within the with within Meliamne by helping the other empires and those who are not in positions of power live a better life.
1: Sweet! Yeah. Sweet! Maybe <laughs> even let them braid my hair once. Once.
4: Just <laughs>
0: once. Just gotta make it count. one time. <laughs> It'll
2: be magical.
3: So magical.
2: <laughs> Super magical.
1: <laughs> that one sleepover where I got drunk and let you braid my hair. Yay!
4: <laughs> Whoop, whoop.
0: Daryl, short term over the next few days, what are your plans? I'd
4: be head buried in the Academy Library, trying to find what I can about Intellect of ours and everything that we've faced thus far. And if there's gaps in the knowledge, I'd be trying to transcribe what we encountered for future scholars.
0: Okay. Uh, sorry, would you be doing this as well?
4: Not the whole time.
3: I would sort of check in and help with the research, but maybe not the actual, like, recording of everything. Daryl seems to have that under control.
0: Okay, so then, Daryl, make an investigation check with Advantage.
3: I'll help pull volumes and check appendices and all that sort of stuff.
0: This is why Advantage.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Good thing, because that first roll was not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be a total of 17
0: Okay, it takes you quite a bit of time first to even find any information on intellective hours. There are tiny little notes here and there. A lot of it seems like almost uh, rantings and ravings of of the mad people who have studied this strange realm and abominations in general. The strange realm, you as you mentioned, you kind of fill in the gaps. You mentioned the far realm. There are bits and portions of information here and there of visions of humanoid entities with squid-like heads that consume the brains of their victims gaining all of their knowledge and memories in the process and the term that's written down in one of the the tomes you read is illithid
4: okay do i find out anything else about illithids
0: the majority that you get from it is the fact that they consume the brains and, and knowledge, and they seem to have a different kind of, and, and they only use the term magic in quotes. They have abilities that whoever wrote about this did not understand, but it seemed mental in nature. Okay. But they produced effects that were similar to magic. I would
4: be able to put one and one together and realize that it's the same kind of thing that uh, sorry, have
0: which it does imply her psionic abilities. I'm um, okay. sorry, I, th- due to the fact that you would be helping him, I'm assuming, Daryl, you would share what you whatever you learn.
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll,
4: we'll, we'll talk it through.
0: Is there anything else you want to do over the next few days? Because that will take a, a lot of time.
4: No, I think that would be the, the main thing that I would be working on.
0: Okay. Daryl.
4: Yes. So, what Daryl would be trying to do is he would try and become a, like, One of Thovin's apprentices and uh, train with him just to learn more about magic in general. He would at some point wouldn't mind moving into that mage star because that looks like a pretty swank,
3: look pretty sweet, (laughs) pretty swank place to
4: live. And then at some point in the future, he would want to see about starting his own like mage guild that has a focus on protecting the realm.
6: Okay.
0: First, I would like three Persuasion checks. Ooh.
3: Oh, I didn't have to make any checks. <laughs> me neither. I guess because we weren't as ambitious. <laughs> Are these just
4: uh, straight? Persuasion. This first one is 17. <laughs> nice,
0: nice.
6: Okay. Mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. Second one mm-hmm. is 14. Okay. Last one is 18. Whoa. Yeah. Nice.
0: Oh. Then just make me two okay. Arcana checks.
4: First one is 17. Okay. Uh-huh. Second one is 18. All
0: right. Good rolls. Nice. <laughs> All right. So, over the the following years, you first of course study the amulet with Kalima, um and try and study what you can of this this far realm and of these abominations. When Thoven eventually makes it known that he intends to start an academy away from the other kingdoms, uh, as its own separate area, you with the blessings of Zinaveir and Zoxiara's academy, go with him. Initially, learning from him, and occasionally, I would say, even joining Saria on a few of her uh, excursions to deal with the Whispered hey, do that.
3: Oh yeah, they're they're awful. It's no problem to come and kill a few.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> During your time, your grasp of magic and the weave and how it functions increases, and you learn much. Eventually, when you do return to Orenthal after going on many different quests of your own, studying and trying to understand magic and and how you can use it. You return to, to the court and request to be named the Royal Wizard of the Realm, which would entitle you to the Mage's Tower itself. After a display of what you can do and a display of your understanding of magic, you are eventually appointed as Daryl Mavis, Royal Wizard to the Vremor oh, Empire. Oh,
4: yeah. Sweet. Nice. Nice.
0: This is why the rolls, uh-huh. by the way. <laughs> no one else had asked for political <laughs>
2: office. I was just kidding because nope, none no. of us wanted.
4: It's one of those things of, look how far I've climbed.
6: Yeah.
0: Starting from an urchin on the streets of the Low Hills, Daryl rose up to be the... The Royal Wizard and Advisor to the King. So, I do have one other question for you then. Do you have a name for this mage guild you would like to start?
4: The Staff Federation. Okay. I'm <laughs> Thank you, right. random guild name generator. Oh, God.
3: <laughs> Daryl's Mages.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Daryl's Mages. It's a play
3: on Daryl Mavis. You see? You get it? You get it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right, so we'll say that uh, pages <laughs> over the time, <laughs> <I love it. laughs> working with the Garrickson, yep. you begin to build, uh, thanks to the academy also that Thoven started, you establish uh, ties and connections to other wizards across the land and try to form a guild. A guild specifically devoted to dealing with arcane threats across the realm to protect the realm itself considering the magnitude of the creatures that you had to deal with using what Thoven has taught you and what you have learned along the way build up this group to be an aid in the same way that the Nephani are to the rest of the realm and protect those from threats beyond the material plane and Daryl you would live out your days as the royal wizard of the That's Vremur fine. Empire
2: indeed
4: Oh, yeah.
2: How fancy.
0: Sildan, so, what would you want to do?
2: So short term, I would kind of at some point want to go talk to Captain Marsk and just see how she's doing. See if anything, like if she needs anything, Um, kind of just talk about what happened and how it got a little bit heated, to say the least. Heated. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, also kind of inquire about where she learned to fight like that.
0: Roll persuasion for me.
2: Okay, because I did pick up on a couple of the moves. Yes. The monk, the monkishness of her fighting. Yeah.
0: Does a fifteen cut Ooh, it? Nice. Yay. This is over the course of the next couple of days. Like you, can, I figure you go and visit her and talk to her, and you'll come back because mm-hmm. you get the impression she wouldn't tell you in just one sitting. But um, yeah. after after a couple of days of of meeting with her, she apologizes first for attacking you in the first place, and she does now realize. How, in many ways, broken she is. She does explain that towards the end of her so-called training with Fulmar, they brought in someone. uh, She doesn't know who. And she was trained to fight as a monk. And she was only just beginning to learn how to fight with a particular weapon. Considering your skill set, you eventually come to the realization that she was being taught to fight as a kensei. Do you have
2: any sort of description of this person that taught you?
0: She does give you a description. It mm-hmm. does not match Barrel. Okay. But, but it is is one of the other <laughs> instructors of the monastery.
3: <gasps> dun dun dun.
0: Who went missing during the cataclysm and was presumed dead. Okay.
2: I'll I'll think her and yeah, just say if you ever need anything from me, I I'm, I'm more than willing to help you. You've always been kind to me, and
0: I want to make sure that you are okay. She does, thank you. What else would you like to be doing over the next couple of days?
2: So, I know we have to stick around, because Thovin is getting together some sending stones, stuff's going on. I would say short-term, I guess we're going to stay in the city a little bit, try and, because I know there's going to be a little bit of a I don't want to say power vacuum, but since Captain Marks has been detained, mm-hmm. to say the least, there's going to be She's need for... She's just a for, captain. Well, yeah, I know, but there's going to be other people that uh, are filling in a role, right? So essentially her her
0: duties uh you do discover are given to Warmaster Jolana for the time being.
2: Okay, I I will I will try to assist in any way I can with with Warmaster just and trying to keep order or anything that needs to be done. And in spare time, I guess I'll keep out of Elsis, Atron and Cha. Who is the most capable?
0: Elsis. She's older for one thing.
2: In that case, what I'm going to do, I'm going to send Elsis and yeah, and Atron, Atron. I'm going to send them back to the monastery to check in, I'll make sure everything's okay. I'll send back 20 gold versus supplies to help with the, the monastery. In the meantime, I'm going to just keep Chaw with me, kind of train her a little bit in my
0: spare time. That's no problem. That's easy enough. A couple of times, between all of you overall, there are some questions asked of you about Captain Marsk, a repetition of what actually happened and what you discovered. So they did ask you initially to to stay in the city for a few days at least.
3: He mm-hmm. said uh don't leave town. Pretty much. Uh while well, the investigation is pending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep.
0: Still done. Oh snap.
3: <laughs> oh snap.
2: <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. Like You're emotionally. Up. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <you> getting married? <laughs> so, maybe. <laughs> Evidently, according to you guys. <laughs> yes! The heart wants what the heart wants.
1: <laughs> we
5: this was not worry. my
2: intention. My oh, intention was to be like, did Beryl train you? No? We good. By the way, you could, I can train you. No, no,
3: we're totally shipping this. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you have no control.
2: <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess in sort of like immediacy, I would want to train my little ones is the big thing. Because I know... There's going to be a lot more of these conflicts going on, and I want them to be prepared. I would want to also continue my own training, just because I know, I, I know Beryl, and I spend a lot of time with him, and I know he wouldn't want me to stop training myself. He would want me to continue going on and eventually one day be better than him, be stronger than him, ma- be able to make him his memory proud. So I, I would, I would want to keep doing that. I would like to continue. If she's willing to train Captain Marsk, because I know she's probably got a little bit more skill or as much skill as my my other trainees. Just continue working on that. Maybe she becomes a master in her own right, able to help any new recruits we can get, we want to make the monastery stronger again. So, also,
0: Vral,
2: can I find him?
0: (laughs) What do you intend
6: to do?
2: I just kind of want to find him and say, hey, if you have any sort of plan to try and take out the Whispered Ones, I'm in. Do you want to be my sidekick? (laughs) Uh, yeah and then as for everybody in the party I'm going to send them weekly messages and if I don't hear from them in like a couple months or so I'm going to be knocking on their door
0: Uh Mm -hmm. you will be able to run fast enough that that won't be a problem
2: and then if anything happens with Captain Marsk let it happen (laughs) I will leave it at that
0: would you pursue anything
3: that's basically where I left it if with those If she seemed too.
0: interested, would you pursue <laughs> sure. anything? Oh. Okay.
3: Oh, see.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm not saying if anything's going to happen or not. <gasps> You're the worst. All right. You're welcome. <laughs> so, over some of the many, many, many years yes. Sildan has left in his life, you spent a good deal uh, of time at first Training your little ones, trying to get them up to speed. You quickly realize that as much as you would want to continue working in Orenthal to make some money, adventuring makes more. And once your little ones get to a point where they can start to help train each other, I would say many times you go out with Saria to help her deal with the Whispered Ones.
4: Join me. (laughs) (laughs) Friends! Quest!
0: You do return to Orenthal. You go to uh, the Onclep Heights and the Low Hills Districts. And I would like you to make an investigation (gasps) check. What? Make two.
2: Checks. Oh, wait. Two investigation checks? Yes. It's a 16 on one. And ten.
0: Okay. On one of your trips to the Enclave Heights, you do notice Vral hanging out where you saw him months before, (laughs) seeming to (laughs) wait for you as he picks his nails (laughs) clean with one of his daggers. And... When you speak to him, he tells you that he has every intention of making sure the Whispered Ones never get a hold in Orenthal again. And if you want to help with that, he is more than happy to assist. But beyond the city, he does not intend to travel. So Captain Mars does spend quite a bit of time at the monastery over the next few years when she's not adventuring with Saria. And you discover very quickly that while she is not as... Skilled as you are, as I can say, she is much more along the path than your little ones. And she's able to help you train them as you help to train her. What comes of that relationship over time will remain veggies. to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: why I didn't push for the Thovin stuff. I want to see how this plays out long term. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but over the years that you you help to train your little ones your monastery grows is rebuilt and though you come across many different interesting magical weapons uh, on your travels you never find away from your person the sword that beryl once held and your monastery continues to grow and grow <laughs>
3: Did yeah, I just, just pass out from excitement?
0: Happy <laughs> That is all, guys.
3: Woo. 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 We're all still alive! Yay! Yeah. all totally <laughs>
1: currently alive!
6: <laughs> 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 Gotta be precise about
3: these things.
0: And that is where we will end this campaign. Thank you all for joining us on this unbelievable journey. It has been an absolute blast making every single episode of this. It has been amazing to see all of the responses, all of the encouragement that we've had from all of you. And after working on this for just about a year since it was initially released, I am so proud of all that we have done and all that you have helped us do during this time. Thank you all so much. For listening in on our Orenthal podcast. Make sure you check us out. For season 2. Of our actual play campaigns. We have so much planned for that. And we are really really excited. To show you what we have. In the meantime though. It was an absolute blast. Thank you again. As we say goodbye for now. To Saria. Tor. Kalima. Daryl. And Sildon, And look towards the future. And what other characters that might bring. Until next time. And I hope to see you. In the world of Ostia.